0: Sometimes the fun begins when the paved road ends. Chevy Silverado 2500 HD is made to work hard and play hard on the road or off. Go to ChevyDriveChicago.com for details and experience life in HD.
1: Adrian Bankert is now a Chicagoan. She is the host of Morning in America, a news nation. Adrian, thanks for joining us today. Where were you when you found out that the Queen had passed?
0: You know, it's funny. I was actually walking uh, because I I was about an hour late to the news because I was well off of the news desk. Um, We start pretty early. But when I found out, I mean, it was just like, oh, you you knew it was coming based on the fact that the palace did send out that announcement and it sounded grave. Um, But what a woman to aspire to be like. Um, I always, as a child, you know, and a young uh, journalist, uh, when I was much younger, I, I dreamed of who I wanted to interview. And she was one of those Rare people who I thought if I could have the chance to sit down with Queen Elizabeth, I would do it in a heartbeat.
1: Oh. We had Steve Brien on today. He's a member of Parliament. He actually used to be an intern at WGN. We we're asking about oh, wow, yeah, where and when he found out.
0: I was in the House of Commons this morning um, when the Prime Minister was making a massive announcement about energy bills and was sitting right behind her. And I saw some one of my colleagues, one of the fellow ministers, come in and sit next to her. It was unusual during a... During a debate, during the leader of the opposition's speech, actually, and uh, whisper in her ear, and uh, it was a bit of a nine eleven moment because so I, I, I thought she looked incredibly shocked, um, and she was obviously then being in the news that she was she was um, she'd been taken unwell, and uh, shortly after that, the speaker, you know, announced that to the house, and I think we all I think we all knew what was coming.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think we all did when that popped up on our phone. Adrian Bankert, hosts Morning in America on News Nation. And did you cover this story this week on the pilot who scolded travelers and threatened to turn the plane back around?
0: We did. We did. In fact, I think I did it. Yeah, it was on Wednesday. Um, quite a different story. Uh, you don't think about being virtually unruly on planes. You know, usually unruly passengers are physically unruly. But to think that someone could send photos that you didn't ask for via airdrop. First of all, why are you opening up something that you're not expecting? I would not. I wouldn't Um, either, but a lot of
1: people on the plane did, and they said there was a big visible, everybody gasped at the same time.
0: Yeah, nude photos, airdropped, and the pilot found out because one of the passengers was so disturbed, she alerted a flight attendant, and he got on the intercom. Southwest praised that pilot, saying that they, you know, were acting in the best interest of all the passengers, but he was saying he would turn this plane around, if people didn't stop sending nude photos to strangers, and we
1: we found out how graphic those photos were too. Pretty darn graphic.
0: I didn't. I didn't find out because I personally didn't want to know anything else. <laughs>
1: <So>. <laughs> uh, they were males,
0: male, male photos. Yeah, um, yeah. I, 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 I'm like too much information. Thank you, honey. Don't accept <laughs> photos from anybody that you're not expecting to receive photos from. That's just my rule of thumb.
1: If you haven't joined Adrienne Bankert to check out our show host of Morning in America, you really should. She kind of jumps on our show on Thursdays and catches us, whether she's uh, in town, out of town, on the road. We appreciate that. Um, one of the stories you covered this week that I was unaware of was a story in North Carolina where the whole school baptized kids. Now, it's a Christian mm-hmm. school, but they did it without parental yeah. consent.
0: Yeah, it, there was a, a ceremony, of baptism Scheduled with three children who were signed up to be baptized, but the the statements from the school or from the Facebook post were that the spirit moved and a hundred children came forward to get baptized, which is quite remarkable to me. Just in general, like think about a hundred kids wanting to do anything um, on their own volition, but uh, their parents were not there. And so there were some people who were shocked that uh, parents weren't alerted ahead of time. I, I think the school's uh, defense was that, you know, listen, it was just it was a moment. It was spontaneous. Um, there was some concern. And I think some of them were just wondering why they weren't told that it could possibly happen. But I, I don't know that the school planned on it, but a little bit of a. Yeah, controversy on one side, but I think a lot of parents didn't mind it. It's just they'd like to be there to maybe take photos or capture that moment. But 100 kids at a private Christian school in North Carolina.
1: Yeah, and I think it's weird, too, that they immediately posted pictures on Facebook. Because for me, (laughs) as a parent, that's where you're really violating, you know, what I would think is the terms of a relationship between a parent and a school is, you don't post pictures of my kid on social media.
0: Well, especially if you haven't alerted them first. Right. So I think if, if the parents were, you know, sent the photos of the child and say, hey, is it okay if, I, if we send this? You know, And I don't know if private schools have that kind of liberty because they're not federally, you know, um, mm-hmm. overseen. So it's possible that once you enroll your child in that school, they have every right to post anything. Um, involving the students because it's that campus and those regulations specific to that particular school.
1: Yeah, the private schools have much more freedom when it comes to that. Mm -hmm. Okay, the rail strike that's looming that very few people are talking about could really impact all of us.
0: It's interesting that it's not getting more news, but maybe because it's a week away still from Friday. Uh, But this is something that's been looming for quite some time. Uh, The unions and employees cannot get on the same page as the owners. Uh, And it's getting to be pretty dangerous because we all rely on trains. Uh, If they can't get on the same page by next Friday, then uh, the workers are threatening, the unions are threatening that there's going to be a strike, a walkout. But the interesting thing about the story is that we haven't seen a strike like this since the 90s. And back then, it cost $50 million per day. That was in the 90s. I don't even want to know what it is now. Uh, just in terms of the loss uh, with commerce and with our supply chain issues, we can't afford to have another hiccup, but Congress could get involved because of federal government regulation. And if Congress gets involved, if the president gets involved, they could force a deal uh, to get everybody on the same page. So uh, certainly I think that this is a time and with everything that's going on economically with inflation and with us still kind of resurging from the past couple of years of pandemic, I think that they're going to work something out. My fingers are crossed.
1: Yeah, I would guess it is an interesting time because there are so many jobs disappearing from that industry. Rail is uh becoming, you know, much thinner when it comes to actual people doing jobs and it's uh it's an interesting time for them to be bargaining and of course they're choosing this time because they know all the goods for the holidays need to start arriving any any moment. Yeah. 115,000
0: employees could walk out. They can't afford that. No, we can't afford that.
1: I just saw something pop up on the news headlines that the Empire State Building will shine purple and sparkle silver tonight to honor the Queen. They say New Yorkers are heartbroken and they're flocking to English pubs. I wonder if that's happening in Chicago.
0: Yeah, I'm curious. I mean, I don't live near any English pubs. I live near a pretty decent Irish pub. But I think that for me, I'm a royal watcher. Are you a royal watcher? Are Absolutely.
1: I, I will be up at 3 a.m. when that funeral starts airing, whenever it takes
0: place, and I will watch every minute of it. I mean, I, I remember where I was. I was actually in a makeup room at my local uh, NBC station when I worked as a uh, an anchor in Sacramento when Prince William uh, married Kate. And I remember thinking, this is a dream. Like, this is quintessential royal life. Like, this is better than soap opera. And then I covered Harry and, Ma- and Meghan Markle getting married, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle um, in London. And I just have friends who are so fascinated by Diana and, and Queen Elizabeth. And I myself, I mean, I'm looking forward to interviewing her in heaven, because the fact of the matter is, if I can get <laughs> into that line, because I know, there's no doubt in my mind, I'm like, who greeted Queen Elizabeth at the Pearlie gates? I mean, she just, even if, even if somebody didn't like her, they knew that she was a really faithful leader and monarch uh, and representative ambassador for the United Kingdom and very well loved and i mean 70 year reign T- to do anything for 70 years you have to have character and integrity and you have to have some people that really have your back because it's not easy to do anything that long
1: absolutely and if anyone listening hasn't seen the rainbow that emerged over buckingham palace today oh, as the queen was dying you need to check it out because that is a pretty you're powerful thing go look at it's it adrian a,
0: no. <laughs> I was like, I haven't seen this. You're saying there was a rainbow that shone after she was announced that she was passed?
1: A double rainbow. People had gathered because she was what? sick. They don't know the exact time of death, but it was there.
0: I'm telling you, another sign. She's at those pearly <laughs> gates, or she's having high tea right now with whoever else is up there.
1: Adrian Bankert, the host of Morning in America on News Nation. Thank you for joining us.
0: Thank you, Lisa.
1: Steve has your news coming up next on 720 WGN. <laughs> Lisa Dent, W.